Convenient, coordinated, high quality healthcare. That's our focus. Keeping you up to date and informed. It's SMG Radio, brought to you by Summit Medical Group. Here's Melanie Cole. Osteoarthritis is the most common form of arthritis affecting millions of people around the world. My guest is Dr. Jeffrey Rosenberg. He's a primary care sports medicine physician at the Summit Medical Group. Welcome to the show, Dr. Rosenberg. Tell us a little bit about osteoarthritis and really what it is. Give us a working definition so that people understand where it affects the most and how they got it. Oh, well, thank you very much for having me. I um, appreciate the opportunity to talk to you. Um, osteoarthritis is a uh, degenerative uh, process of the knee, uh, excuse me, a degenerative process of the joints. Um, what happens is that as we age, the cartilage, which uh, is a spongy cushion-like substance at the edge of each bone, starts to wear away. And um, because the cartilage wears away, the bone uh, starts to feel a lot more mechanical stress and that mechanical stress is the actual symptoms that you feel in your joint. It's often described as an achy, throbby, toothache pain, which is usually worse after significant activity and better with rest. Um, Osteoarthritis is typically most bothersome in the large joints of the body, so that would include the knees or the hips, although you can get osteoarthritis in any joint of your body. Um, We see it... uh, you know, most often in people as they age, so starting anywhere from the ages to 40s uh, and on up, uh, you can start to have arthritis symptoms. Um, you'll be more likely to be affected by it if you've had a prior orthopedic injury or any significant orthopedic surgery, um, including having an ACL replacement or other meniscal surgeries when you were younger, uh, injuries from your high school or college ages, or any significant overusage from activities or sports. All of these events can start a degenerative process, which will slowly worsen, and eventually eventually you will develop osteoarthritis symptoms from that. So you say it will gradually worsen. It's something that comes with age and or previous surgery or injury, and a lot of people experience osteoarthritis, Dr. Rosenberg, in their hands. So. You know, what can we do about it? What's your first line of defense when somebody in their 40s comes to you, their knuckles are a little more swollen, their knees are starting to bother them? All of these things start to signal that we're getting older. What is the first line of defense? Well, I think the first line of defense for most people is to understand the process. So I spend a lot of time educating people about the nature of of their osteoarthritis, what may have caused in them, um, and then we often will talk about what to do about the future. Uh, in spite of the fact that people would think, well, if my joints hurt, I should stop moving them, one of the mainstays of treatment for arthritis in any joint, whether it's big or little, is to make sure that you do continue some form of physical activity. Uh, as the joint breaks down more, it tends to get very stiff, and that stiffness can become uh, can can then involve more of um, tightening of the capsules or the ligaments around the joints, and that can then develop more pain and stiffness. So I do encourage people to do what are called range of motion exercises, which basically tries to allow them to straighten and uh, completely then flex whatever the joint may be. Um, we also want the muscles around the joints to be strong. So if it's for the knees or hips or um, uh, shoulders even, uh, using some very light um, weights to help strengthen the muscles can be very important. 
Okay, so you you want the range of motion exercises. You want movement, contrary to what people have thought before. And what about for the pain? Do you like anti-inflammatories? Do you like Tylenol, which is really just a painkiller, not so much of an anti-inflammatory? So what do you Mm. think? Because there's so many things on the market now, it's dizzying. Yes, it sure is, and and um, I love when people come in and they say they've had Tylenol arthritis formula and Motrin arthritis formula and aspirin arthritis formula, um, and all those are the normal versions of those medicines with the name arthritis added to them. Um, really, the number one and the safest thing to take is acetaminophen, which is the generic name for Tylenol. Um, we prefer Tylenol because it is generally safer for most patients, and it will take the edge off of the pain. Um, next line would be the anti-inflammatory medicines, which can go by the names of ibuprofen or Motrin or Advil or Aleve. Uh, Those are the -the over-the-counter versions of them. They uh, also can help with swelling if there's significant swelling in the joints and uh, can be useful for pain as well, but the side effect profile of those medications is much worse. There's more interactions with other medicines. And um, for people who have kidney disease or high blood pressure, you do need to be careful with the amount of uh, anti-inflammatories that you take. Um, I actually find uh, topical treatments, so either the -the over-the-counter treatments like Aspercream or Bengay can be very helpful just to allow you to help loosen up the joints. Um, There are prescription topical anti-inflammatories, which can be useful for people who don't tolerate the oral ones. Uh, Those go by by the name of Voltaren Gel, um, and that's a prescription anti-inflammatory. It's especially good for hand arthritis because basically you rub it into the joints, and uh, after it absorbs, it gives pain relief for six to eight hours. So you mentioned Voltaren gel. Now, what about the anti-inflammatories that are prescription? Because, I mean, some people, it gets so bad, they take a narcotic pain reliever. But again, that doesn't reduce the inflammation, can be addictive. So what about Voltaren, Celebrex, all of these ones on the market? Well, the prescription anti-inflammatories can be helpful, again, for folks who don't get enough pain relief with the um, -the over-the-counter anti-inflammatories. They are stronger, um, Uh, But again, I worry about side effects and drug interactions for many patients. Certainly, as you get up into your 60s and 70s, you risk developing ulcers or kidney problems in response to taking prescription anti-inflammatories does go up. So I do try to get patients away from them, although for some folks, that's all that they use. Uh, Celebrex um, is very helpful, uh, but again, at high doses for long periods of time has been shown to cause heart problems. Um, there are some patients where narcotics are all that are left that work for them, and certainly I would do that at times. That typically is folks who are older and have um, problems that are not as amenable to surgical uh, treatment or other kinds of treatment because we do risk um, you know, side effects and um, uh, addiction from narcotic medications. But there are patients who need them, and unfortunately, if that's the only thing that works for them, I'll certainly prescribe it. Now, what about cortisone shots? Dr. Rosenberg, some people, oh, they they get those as often as they're allowed. Yes, I do use a lot of uh, injections for osteoarthritis. I use two different kinds of shots. One are corticosteroid injections or cortisone shots, as you just mentioned. Uh, They can be very helpful at getting rid of um, acute pain, um, especially in the setting of somebody who has a very swollen joint. 
So the story I'll often have is somebody's had some mild pain in their knees. They know they have osteoarthritis, but they spent the night dancing at a wedding or they bumped or twisted their knee, and then the next day their knee is very swollen and painful. That's a great time to go into the physician. I'll aspirate the fluid out of the joint from uh, using ultrasound to help guide the needle into where the fluid is, and then we'll give cortisone shots back into the joint. They provide great immediate relief of pain. Um, and will typically last anywhere from two to three months. Um, once the cortisone wears off to after about three months, many times patients' pain will come back. So it's a very good um, treatment for severe pain, um, but unfortunately it's very short-lasting. I also like to use what are called uh, visco-supplementation injections. Uh, there are several of them on the market, but they are all what's called hyaluronic acid injections. The idea of these injections is that this medication helps to induce a healthier, more physiological fluid um, within the joints. Uh, Normally, in addition to the cartilage and the meniscus, which is the cushion inside of the joint, the fluid itself within the joint does provide cushioning uh, to support the bones. As we have arthritis, that fluid does not work as well, so these injections help to induce a healthier, more normal or natural um, uh, fluid cushioning substances. Um, they last for anywhere from six months to a year, depending on the patient, um, and they are either one or three shots, depending on which uh, drug company you go with. Um, but I use those as second-line treatments for people who uh, need more relief than just cortisone or just one cortisone shot a year. Um, so when does it come down, Dr. Rosenberg, to joint replacement and or surgery? Well, um, the, that is often a question of what I often ask patients is a uh, are they really miserable and can they can they continue to be functional in spite of their pain? And when they get to the point where they're not able to take care of themselves or their family members, that certainly is an important time when they're truly not able to sleep at night or they're just everything, nothing they can do seems to relieve the pain. Uh, that's when surgical intervention is most useful. A knee replacement, yes, is a big operation, but it does provide almost complete improvement of the joint pain in patients who, you know, once they've recovered from the surgery and they rehab themselves. And so if the knee is the thing that limits their ability to exercise every day or to be, you know, happy and functional as a, as a retired person, then I think that's a great time to get the surgery done when none of the easier treatments or injections or prescription medicines really help anymore. That's when you go to get your joint replaced. And what do you like people to do in the last 30 seconds at home, ice, movement, exercise, just 30 seconds. Give us your best advice. Um, in general, like I said, uh, if you feel stiff in the morning, heat uh, and some Tylenol is great to loosen things up. You want to keep the joints moving. You want to try to you know, um, uh, exert them as much as you can. Uh, non-weight-bearing exercises such as a bicycle or a pool are a great way to keep your joints moving in spite of some pain. And uh, just basically try to keep moving. And, and when you're when you have enough problems that you need to do more, then make sure you come in and see a physician. Well, thank you so much, Dr. Jeffrey Rosenberg. You're listening to Summit Medical Group Radio. For more information, you can go to summitmedicalgroup.com. This is Melanie Cole. Thanks for listening. <laughs>